Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. And you can also click the link in our series or episode descriptions. And then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live, which is every Tuesday, and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello! Happy Campfire Stories Tuesday, everyone. Oh, there you are. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Lovely. Here we are. Hello! Hello, spooky friends. Welcome to another week of Campfire Stories. We are Corinne and Sabrina, the hosts of Two Girls, One Ghost podcast, and we are here for another amazing, incredible week of you guys telling us your ghost stories and making us feel emotions that I often uh, hide and don't want to feel and (laughs) scaring us so that we don't sleep. And this is like our dream because when we did the podcast, I mean, we still do the podcast, but doing the podcast so many times, we have unanswered questions. I feel like this is so amazing to just get all of the stories and the answers live here. It's the best. This is great. Um, If you follow us on Instagram, you saw an amazing picture by Jordan Monsell, who's an illustrator who made us a graphic for Troll Patrol TP. It's So, so cool. It's so good. As a reminder, if you are new here, this is a safe space for us to talk all things spooky and heartwarming when it comes to the paranormal. People get really vulnerable. People share really personal things. So we are the most supportive community here. So if you see something, say something. You guys, we lean on for the chat. So if something's making you uncomfortable, say TP in the chat. TP. Troll Patrol, and we will attempt to uh, remove that person as quickly as possible. Get them out of here. Get out of here. Ghostbusters, but for people. Yeah, people busters. Troll Patrol. Busters. Troll Patrol. Um, This is Campfire Stories, and we're here every Tuesday. And um, yeah, we invite you up to share your stories for those of you who are new here. If you have a ghost story, you can request to speak, and we're going to try and go in order of how uh, people requested, and you can come up here and tell us your ghost story. We do ask that you try to keep it to five-ish minutes, just so we can get as many stories and as many people up here as possible in the hour that we have. It is far too short, as we have realized, and we could do this all day long. We could do a 24-hour ghost story marathon, and I don't think I'd want to sleep one wink. No. Although, okay, speaking of sleeping one wink, do you remember a year ago? Yes, it was last November. Not that, sorry, not this past November, but November of 2020 when I was staying in an Airbnb. Oh my God, I'm butchering this story. It was a bed and breakfast in Newport, Rhode Island. Do you remember when I I spent like a day there and I was like, oh my gosh, this bed and breakfast was so old and it was super haunted and it was so scary and I did not sleep at all. Was this the one that Brian surprised you and booked (laughs) it because it was haunted? Yeah. Yes. Because we were new, newly dating (laughs) and he was being a normal person and being like, oh, she's super into the paranormal. She's a ghost 
podcast. She lives and breathes ghost stories. Of course, I'll book this old, beautiful <laughs> mansion bed and breakfast for us to spend one night and she will love it. And I was shitting myself. I was like, this is the worst <laughs> thing to ever happen to me. Why, why did you do this to me? But also the best because now we have this story that you're telling us. Yes. Anyway, it's for sale. You can buy it now. So I will tell everyone uh, about it. It is on sale. It's listed for $4.5 million. It's a classic Victorian home in Newport, Rhode Island. It was built by architect George Champlin Mason uh, in 1873. It's 12 bedrooms, 12 and a half bathrooms. It's just shy of 6,000 square feet. It is thoroughly creepy. The room I stayed in, in the bathroom, there's a little door that also leads into the hall coat closet. So that was scary. And I for (laughs) sure made Brian put a uh, a bunch of furniture blocking that door because I was convinced murderers would come through the door and kill me in the middle of the night. Um, But anyway, it's haunted. (laughs) So it's haunted by the architect who built the house, George C. Mason. So people have seen him I don't know if it's like a active haunting or if it's residual, but they've reported seeing him basically come home for the day. Like he's entering the home and, and going through his, his routine. And people have also seen uh, the lady of the house in Victorian era attire coming down the stairs and the stairs are like this big grand staircase. And then people have also seen a nanny with a baby in the nursery. It's pretty wild. I didn't see any of that, but I definitely heard (laughs) At like 2 a.m., I heard some shuffling in the hallway, but it's also, it's a bed and breakfast. So it could have been someone else going and getting like water or doing something, but it scared the shit out of me. Or it's ghosts because it's haunted. Yes. Anyway, if anyone wants to buy this place, I know I said I was terrified of it and I don't want to sleep there, but I want someone else to buy it and then I want to go again. (laughs) Okay. So who has a easy $5 million just hanging around? Just five mil. And then at 2 a.m., you can wake up and you can... Smell the smell of cigarettes being smoked by the ghosts in yeah. the in the dining area. There's a lot going on here. Who was our listener? There was one listener who had a story about like a family finding buried gold and it was like tons and tons of money. We just need, we need, we all need to find buried treasure, basically. I know. That's, that's the wish. That's your wish. You want pirate buried gold treasure. I just want my freaking Powerball tickets to say you are a... <laughs> Lucky son of a bitch, Karen. I would take either. I would take either. I think, I don't know. I don't know. Which one's more, less likely, I guess. Which one, the chances <laughs> of winning the lottery is pretty, like, pretty low, but I know, the but of buried treasure is also really low. That's, I feel like that's lower. <laughs> I don't know. It might be higher than winning the lottery. Uh, any mathematicians out there? <laughs> Someone could tell us. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, also, I, this is like making me spiral into looking at all these haunted places that are for sale. I mean, the conjuring house is for sale. All these places are going up for sale. I don't know what's happening, why people are offloading them this year. I think I would buy the conjuring house just to say I own the conjuring house, but I would never go. Never go. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah. Uh, I think Nick is trolling the chat. I think I need to TP my own husband. Nick, behave. He called yep. us tech girls, gals. In our latest episode that just came out on Sunday, did you see what I had titled it? Nick doesn't even know. The whole bio was dedicated to you. Oh, Nick. he just said, yes, he does. Oh, 
and he is right here. Right, right here. Okay. Well, okay. Nick, although we love giving you all the attention, I think it's time for us to bring some other people up onto stage who have haunted ghost stories. We do not have a theme tonight, so come one, no. come all. But we do want to have a theme for next week, so start thinking in your heads of a theme idea, and at the end of the episode, we will ask for people's suggestions in the mm-hmm. chat. So just start thinking about it and hold on to your ideas. Hold on to your butts. Um, <laughs> We are going to bring up our first listener of the week, Shay, and I cannot wait to hear your story. Hello, Shay. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. It took me a second to get unmuted. Oh, thank you. for Perfect. We're so excited. Also, your hair and your picture is what I think I wished my hair and my picture had looked like. So nice. Oh, thank you. I actually did it myself. Um, One of my best friends is a stylist, but she moved, so I had to kind of figure it out myself. Oh, well, you're doing great. Yeah, it looks like you figured it out. Thank you. So my story is about my son. Sorry, I ran up the stairs because we were eating dinner. So I'm like out of breath. (laughs) Get away from everyone else. Quick. Okay. So yeah, this is about my son. He, we just moved into a new house um, last March. So it's almost been a year. But when we first moved in, we had moved from a really tiny apartment and now we're in a house. So he had way more like room to walk around and he was just like a young toddler. So it was really exciting for him. So my best friend and I, we uh, both work from home and we were FaceTiming. We FaceTime like all day, every day. <laughs> and um, I, he was just like, just starting to walk. And so I was like, oh my gosh, look, he's about to walk again. And I turned the camera around And he was kind of standing like in this corner, kind of where the kitchen was. And then it goes into the living room and he reached up and he had his arm just like sticking straight up and it kind of looked like he was falling, but it looked like someone was like holding on to him. And then he started laughing and he like walked into the living room (laughs) with his arm sticking straight up. It did not falter. And, but he was like tripping over himself. So it looked like someone was holding his hand and he was laughing. Oh, (laughs) and the whole time I was on FaceTime with my best friend and we both, I just like followed him with my camera. I wish I could have recorded it because, but we were FaceTiming and we both (laughs) like jaws open. Like (laughs) it was so, it was so creepy. And she was like, wow, that is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Um, oh my god! Wait, did you say you recorded it? No, I wish I had because I was oh. I was on Facetime, so I like yeah. it just so fast. Yeah, but you had a witness, so you yes, you know exactly. you have someone else confirming it. Exactly, and so yeah, it was so creepy. But the thing, so at first I was like super creeped out, and then I realized I was like thinking back, and I was like, wait, I have been smelling perfume for the past couple of days, just like randomly in my house. And it smelled like my great grandma who had passed just a couple of years. So I, I'm kind of wondering if it was my grandma who was there. Oh, so. I mean, it totally does sound like it was a relative. It, it reminds me of, you know, like when I was a little kid, my dad would always put me on his feet and like hold my hands up, almost like holding me off the ground. I'm like imagining that your son's feet start levitating off the ground and he's like on top of your grandma's feet. Oh my God. It was very nearly like that. Like it was, it was weird how much he was stumbling, but his arm was just 
not moving. It was just straight wow. up class, like he was holding something. So it was wild. <laughs> That's I mean, amazing. Yeah. I think the really creepy, scary spirits out there probably aren't holding your child's hand and walking around nice and playfully. They're right. doing other creepy stuff. So <laughs> the fact that he was comfortable enough to like hold the hand of, of presumably your, your grandma. That's so sweet. Yeah, it was really sweet. And actually lately, the, like, the past two days, he's been uh, pointing at different corners of the house and like kind of seeming kind of scared. So now I'm like, oh my God, I hope nothing else is here. <laughs> I hope it's just my grandma and he doesn't recognize her or something, but I'll keep an eye out yeah. for you guys. <laughs> Do you have any other kids? No, he's my first one. So maybe well, I'll have more creepy children in the future. <laughs> if you do, I'm curious. Yeah, they'll have the same experiences. Or if your son will just remember what's happening yeah. to him now. If he'll he'll never kind of like shake the gift. If he'll always be able to have yeah. this connection with the other side. A creepy that- child collective. Yeah. <laughs> well, and on my other side, the other side of um, my family, not the grandma who I think it is, but on the other side, my grandma who is still living, she said that she has always told me that she has an aunt who is a mind reader. And so I'm like, Ooh. I really want to tap into this side of the family. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, Leia's enjoying this story, clearly. Hi, Leia. <laughs> That's amazing, though. That's I feel like ghost stories and encounters with spirits. I, I almost feel silly calling it a ghost story when when the spirit is someone who is a loved one. It doesn't feel right to basically just call that that person's soul who's visiting a, a ghost. But yeah. I feel like so many stories can be so scary and can spook us. And like you said, kind of are spooky when it's happening live and, and you're FaceTiming someone else and you're like, what the hell is happening here? But it's also so nice to have this sort of experience where it's just like, okay, re- reflecting back on it, you have the warm, fuzzy feelings, like the loving feelings about yeah. this encounter. It's not this horrifying thing where you're like, I'm not safe in my own home. Right. And especially because we had just moved in. So it was kind of like a, it, I, I don't know, it kind of felt like my grandma being like, oh, nice place. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Right. She moved comforting. with you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing. This was so such a great way to start off the campfires tonight. Thank you for having me. And sorry, it wasn't scary, but no, I no, we we love these. We love them. Thank you. I always want to open with one, and I want to close with one that's not <laughs> not too scary, because then I won't sleep if if someone <laughs> gives a terrifying tale. So this is perfect. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We've had a few messages in the chat asking to talk about the EVPs yeah. that I how posted. the heck. How the heck have we forgotten to talk about it? I have no idea. You've blocked it out of your memory. I did because I didn't sleep at all. It was so You scary. guys, these campfire stories are riddled with EVPs. The one that's creepy about this. Okay, so what? it was like campfire stories number four or something like that that we'd post on our feed where live listening, we could hear the growling. The growling. Yes, in the background of someone who would come on stage to, to tell her story. So that we heard live and there's been a couple other things where we're like, what's that? What's that? And they've kind of been either explained or, or talked about in the moment, but I was editing campfire stories, number nine, which comes which out comes out next week, next week. So not, mm-hmm. not tomorrow, which is campfire stories, number eight, it's going to be published mm-hmm. on our feed, but the following week. So when that one comes out, you guys listen, but 
I was listening to it and it was like halfway through like 30 minutes in and there's clearly a man's voice that was not on stage with us talking. Yeah. And it happened and twice. Okay. So it's interesting because Corinne and I have found that when we're editing these, there's sometimes a lag in our conversation. So like, you know, naturally like Corinne and I end up you know, or whoever's up on stage, sometimes our audios will get intermixed because we're talking over each other due to lags. But or a reaction will happen like a, a right. couple seconds later. Someone will say something and then they'll continue talking. And then in the recording, we're like, <laughs> but it's, yeah, and it's like wait, so much later. <laughs> that laugh should not be there. But this is like so clearly not a voice that was on stage and just feels, I don't know, if. I, I couldn't really tell what it was saying. I couldn't either. It sounded like a foreign language to me. And I put it into, I, I put what I heard it say into Google Translate. And it said it was Indonesian. And it said like the scratched one or something like that, which creeped me out even more. I was like, I'm Ooh. not into this. So I stopped looking into it. But we'd asked on Instagram what people heard. And a lot of people heard, I think it was like, get me out or like, let me out or something like that. But we should talk about it. Let's let's like book note this and talk about okay. it again on the green room that we have after that episode comes out to hear other people's thoughts on it. Okay, because yeah, yeah. But regardless, this is all to say that you guys are bringing your ghosts into these campfire stories and your ghosts have a lot to say. <sighs> yeah, maybe somewhat, maybe, maybe a ghost is trapped inside green room because of this podcast or because of the show. We, Alicia just said something that remi- she said, I'm the scratched one from last week. Remember in the chat, she was saying that she had just gotten a scratch on her arm. I'm remembering this. This oh, is spooking me so one. much. And she posted the picture of her scratch on Facebook. She'd said like, oh, I'm going to post it in the Facebook group. I just got scratched as we were talking. <gasps> oh, I have full body chills. Was that last week's one or the, was it the week before? I can't. I think the one you're, rec- the one you're talking about is from 1228. Oh yeah. Okay. But maybe it was predicting that someone would get scratched in our next one. Weird. Alicia, you're the chosen one. You are the scratched you one. You are the scratched one. <gasps> oh. A new twist on Harry Potter. The scratched one. <laughs> <laughs> the paranormal version. Not the version that I want to be a part of. Sorry. Nope. This is your nightmare. Okay. So moving on. <laughs> Let's invite... <laughs> someone else up onto the stage uh Jacqueline you are next on the request list hello Jacqueline hello Jacqueline hello oh hello oh hello hi hi Hi. (laughs) welcome sorry I'm nervous (laughs) no no it's okay no one ever expects to be picked on so like you you raise your hand and you're like who are they talking about it can't possibly be me (laughs) (laughs) totally unexpected wow (laughs) okay (laughs) so um I I have I guess uh yeah I have a ghost story (laughs) amazing love that all right well um I was probably about nine or ten um we lived in a duplex um it was my mom my dad my uncle we all it was a two-bedroom duplex so I shared with my two siblings and my mom my dad my uncle my, my uncle slept on the couch so I remember one night I woke up. I mean, we had a big, big window, like in our bedroom. So I can see headlights from the vehicles in the middle of the night shining through. But this, this light that I witnessed was the brightest light 
I mean, to this day, I've never seen a light that bright. It was bright, bright, bright. It filled up the whole house, literally. I heard, I heard talking, so I assumed, you know, I, I mean, this light, it almost like blinded me. Like, I remember rubbing my eyes. I'm like, where, where, did, where did this light come from? Uh, after that, I heard talking that came from my parents' room. So I figured it was one of those late night talks that my parents would have. So I didn't think much of it. So yeah, I thought it was my mom and dad because it was a male voice and a woman's voice. Right. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay. And how, how old were you? I was probably about nine or ten. About okay. nine. So or, yeah, that's yeah. like, of course, what you're gonna think. Yeah. So you know, again, didn't think much of it. I was just like, wow. I mean, maybe, maybe they just turned on the light. On, I don't know. I don't really recall what went through my mind. I just recalled that light being just again, like I said, I've never seen a light that bright and it filled up the whole Whoa. duplex yeah and it was so quick and I was like okay whatever I'm just gonna go back to sleep so I went back to sleep I woke up that next morning and um my uncle who I was very very close with just very awesome person and he was also very spiritual um yeah he uh he was in the kitchen <gasps> hi how are you doing good morning I'm like oh it's all good I'm like yeah I- how was your night? Like, how did you sleep? I slept, I slept fine, but hey, um, I woke up um, in the middle of the night and I saw a really bright light. And then I heard talking from mom and dad's room. And he was like, oh, you did? Like, he just had this face, like, period. So I'm like, yeah. so I'm like, yeah. So I'm like explaining. I'm like, yeah, I heard talking, but I didn't think much of it. I just went, I went back, to, you know, I went back to sleep. But yeah, that woke me up. So it, it troubled my sleep. So then my uncle was like, huh, interesting, because that was my friend. My friend visited me. So I was a bit confused. I'm like, like your friend in the middle of the night. Well, where's your friend? <laughs> and um, my uncle was like, yeah, um, actually, I found out before everybody else. But my friend is who you heard. Um, her angel came and uh, woke me up to tell me that she passed on. And oh my gosh. she wanted me to go with her, but I told her it wasn't my time yet. <gasps> so, yeah. I, I just got chills. <laughs> me too. Yeah. My body. Yeah. And he's always been that kind of spiritual person. Um, just from there on, before and after, the, we've had so many experiences growing up in that duplex. Myself, my brother, my sister, and um, my uncle himself. He was just a very interesting, I mean, even to this day, you know, we get, um, we hear from people, from close friends of his that, you know, just talk about their experiences with him and just how angelic he was. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but that was definitely like something for myself that I heard and witnessed. I mean, every time I talk about it, you know, I get chills because it's like, man, like that, that was, that was an experience. This yeah, is one yeah. of those that my, even my uncle has, you know, expressed to family members of mine, like, oh yeah, Jackie, she's experienced <laughs> stuff too you know I mean yeah like again I thought this was my mom and my dad having their late night talks no this was um a woman a close friend of my uncle's that came to visit him in the middle of the night yeah it's so interesting that you woke up I mean it just kind of to me confirms that there's like an energy shift when the paranormal Mm -hmm. when paranormal things happen because yeah there was that bright light but like it feels like you almost like woke up and then it happened. Like it, you woke up because you, your body was experiencing the shift, right. and then you saw the light. It, yeah, it's it, almost like the fight or flight, like like animals that are 
are dead asleep will still wake up if there's a, a I don't want predator is not the right word because it was an angel, but like essentially, yeah, when there's a shift to your environment. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, oh again, you know, the way it came, this light, you guys, was, it, I, I, I mean, I can't really, I've never seen a light. Like well, that. I thought you were in the beginning of this when you were saying the light was so bright, it was brighter than anything I've ever, I've ever seen. I was like, oh my god, alien objection! <laughs> I totally thought you know UFO. You know what? But then you know to to get more in depth of it, it I like I didn't feel any any fear from this light. Like the light was mm-hmm. so again. I mean, maybe I guess if, you know I'm pretty sure you guys you, you have heard stories of people and their experiences and just seeing this bright light. Yeah, you know, or not. I mean, this light, I'm like, damn, is that maybe what I saw? Like when she showed up, like this was her light. Like this light was, oh. it was calming. <gasps> and it just, it felt. You know, what's interesting in you saying that is that the way that your uncle said that she came to ask him to come with her, like she was trying to show him the light to so yes. that he would go with her. Right. And, Ooh. you know, yeah. And he also, he, he passed on, you know, of course, I mean, later on, I mean, in this, this guy, he was very, just an awesome, he was an awesome uncle, honestly. And um, so, yeah, I mean, he, yeah. And I totally believe him. <laughs> I believe him. And it's, yeah. Yeah. It was just one of those. Yeah. I had that experience. <laughs> wow. Honestly, I've never heard an experience like this before of someone coming and like asking someone else to go with them, but I'm so glad you just told us the story because in the chat, there are multiple people verifying that they they're either like their mom or, or someone they know has had really similar experiences too. This is so fascinating to me. That's this crazy. is like <laughs> a whole genre of paranormal yeah. encounters that I did not know existed. That's yeah. <laughs> That's wow. <pretty> cool. <laughs> okay. Also <laughs> yeah. just a random question. When you first came on here, were you talking to someone or were you listening to something? There was like a oh. woman's voice. Yes. I, it was actually that cold podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. A, we just solved that's the a heavy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, I got to turn this off. Like, I'm so sorry. I was not expecting for you guys. To no, no, no. It's funny because people were like, oh my gosh, did a ghost, just, was that a ghost? What was that? Or was that a glitch? But I, I'm glad that we could put everyone to ease. Talking about EVPs on the show, but also a really amazing podcast. It's definitely you know what, yeah, definitely heavy, heavy topics, but yeah, topics, but yeah, very. Oh yeah, definitely in deep thought. While I'm trying to make some brownies and listening to that, and thank you called on me. This was I had been meaning to. I wanted to share this show, the story for such a long time with you guys. Well, we're so glad you did. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for picking me. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. No problem. Thank you. Wow. Wow. So we almost, we all thought we almost caught an EVP again, <laughs> but it was the podcast cold. I'm glad I asked because I I think we would have gone on tangents trying to figure out what that was. I know. I know. It's spooky. I mean, at least we were listening to it live and we're all figuring it out together. I think it's, it's almost worse when nothing happens live and then it's just like embedded in the audio somehow. And you're like, what the hell is that? Oh, I hate when that happens. Because there's a like, lot of them and you're our... stuck alone listening to it and trying to figure it out like you did the other night. I feel like at least once every other week we get an email in our Two Girls, One Ghost inbox of someone mm-hmm. saying, I heard an EVP on your episode. And there's no like rhyme or reason as to which episodes because everyone's kind of catching up or like listening randomly. Listening so it's, it's yeah. all over the place. But 
I used to be so like, oh my God, and listening back a million times over when people would send those. And now I get scared. So half the time I don't listen. <laughs> I'm like, I, I just want to be ignorant I always right listen. Now. Oh, I need to listen. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I want to know if it was like, did I say something? Did, you know? Yeah. Sometimes and, we can debunk them because we're like, yeah, oh, well, I, I, that sounds like me whispering this or doing this. Yeah. yeah but. Or that's just like me burping in the background. Yeah. <laughs> As is so often. I mean, our editor Aiden is here tonight. Um, and he can attest to the amount of bathroom breaks, burping, weird things that we do <laughs> while we're recording. He, um, he deals with a lot. So thank you, Aiden. Poor Aiden. Everyone, shout out to him. Aiden, I don't know if you have any sisters, but I feel like you can consider us <laughs> that because we have no filter. <laughs> we expose you to a lot. So. <laughs> and you have no choice but to Yeah, you have it. you have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Half the time we like scarf food before we record because like Corinne records late, so she like eats food right before and then it's like, you know, it's We're all human. Over the place. Yeah. Anyway. And now our, our cycles are synced. So Aiden's heard all about that. <laughs> side, side chatter. Are you bleeding today? <laughs> Why, yes, I am. Aiden has gone silent. We scared him off. <laughs> <laughs> Indigestion gang. Yes, Kathy. All right. Dana, I'm bringing you up. Oh, look at Dana's doggy. So cute. I love little dog teeth. Oh, my God. Shiny people are right. Head. It is weird to unmute. <laughs> do you Hello. like the little ping in your stomach because i do even though yeah, no, I, i'm like oh, i have to tell like the drop on a roller coaster <laughs> I, I literally was sitting here and i'm like oh shit oh shit they picked me <laughs> <laughs> welcome right. we're so happy you're here thank you i am too um i am sitting here with my fiance who uh is involved in this story um so uh, we went on vacation to Niagara Falls um, on the New York side because we didn't have our passports. Um, and I just got this this cute little snow globe from a gift shop there. Uh, it's like of a waterfall and it plays somewhere over the rainbow. And it was really pretty. And so I got it because I really like snow globes. And um, we were living in an apartment at the time and I kind of just had it right up on a shelf in our living room. And, uh, you know, I would play it on occasion just because it's, it's pretty, you know, and uh, I would kind of like, I, I wouldn't play it every day. So every once in a while, it would play. And I just assumed it would like, okay, it didn't finish unwinding last time I had it on. So like, maybe it just had to finish unwinding. And that's why it was playing. But the mm -hmm. weird thing is, it only happened when my fiance Jake was home alone. <gasps> what? And oh yeah, and um, he's he's a big, huge, like strong guy. Like he can literally deadlift five hundred pounds. He's not like he, he's a scary looking guy, but he's this. He's a sweetheart. And Are you looking at him scared. right now? I I can feel. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's. <laughs> He's a big, tough guy, but he also gets scared more easily than I do. <laughs> um, and so, clearly the ghost knows that. Yeah, exactly. Because it would only happen when he was home alone. And it happened so often that it, it freaked him out that at one point he just left the apartment because he didn't want to be in there because he was too scared. <laughs> yeah. 
And um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just like calling you out here. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. That's why I bought the house, just in case it was the apartment that was haunted and not the snow globe. But uh, anyway, maybe may a bit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Wait, Dana, did so, you just put a piece of fabric or like maybe your hair over over your microphone? Oh, I might have. Sorry. Oh, there I think there. I put my finger on it. No, that's my bad. Okay. okay, sorry. So uh, at one point I decided I wanted to sage the apartment and do a little bit of smoke cleansing just to kind of get some like, I mean, it's apartment, an apartment. Who knows what kind of energy was floating around in there. So I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and sage and everything like that. And, you know, meanwhile, I haven't touched this snow globe in months. So if it had to finish unwinding from last time I touched it, the last time I touched it was like way too long for that to be the case. Talking to Jake about like what I'm going to do with the smoke cleansing and everything and how I'm going to light the sage, all the kind of stuff. And he jokes like, oh, you're going to you're going to, you know, cleanse the snow globe, too. Right. And I'm kind of <laughs> just like talking shit on snow globe. I'm like, yeah, OK, I'll I'll smoke the smoke cleanse the snow globe. And no shit, it starts playing. (gasps) Just like, (laughs) (laughs) like I I heard music and my brain didn't like, it didn't register that it was the snow globe at first to me. And I'm just like, where, where's that sound coming from? And then it was like literally like a horror movie where like the music all of a sudden like hits real like deep bass, like your stomach drops and your heart stops. And I'm just like, oh shit, that's the snow globe. (laughs) Where's we, I love now? Uh, it's in our basement. Um, <laughs> still packed up. We we moved into this house a little over a year ago, um, and we still haven't finished unpacking. And that snow globe is definitely one of the things I have not unpacked yet. Oh my god! I'm just imagining Mostly, like you guys are yeah. sleeping one night. Maybe it's tonight. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear. The song quietly playing from the box in the basement. <laughs> yeah, now you have a haunted basement. <laughs> See, I think that's hilarious. Meanwhile, Jake is over here like, no, I'm going to burn the house down. I don't care. <laughs> Wait, we have a question from the question chat. From so the when chat. the music started yeah. playing when you were cleansing or, or you were about to, were, uh-huh. you, were you holding it? Were you touching it? No. No, it was still it was still sitting on its shelf, like maybe I want to say what like like ten feet away from the couch, um, and we we were literally just talking about it, like not even seconds before it started playing. Oh my god! Like no one was touching it, nothing. It hadn't been touched in literally months. Brie says, like there was it with dust fire. on it. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't want to get rid heard, of it because it's pretty. We, yeah, we've heard killing it with fire is not always the best thing. No, probably but, not. <laughs> I mean, do you get bad vibes? Like, I guess, what does Jake feel when it starts playing? I mean, aside from being I mean, freaked I out, like, what's the vibe? <laughs> I mean, I don't get any bad vibes from it at all. He's just sitting here shaking his head, though. <laughs> so I'm assuming you not should good bring vibes. It to, bring it to a medium. Maybe. Get I don't reading know. on it. And then Wait, you can it, decide it if it's up? something you want. Yeah, it's a it's a wind up. Yeah. And that's why I was thinking like maybe it just didn't finish unwinding from the last time I played it, but like it had been months. So why why literally then as I'm talking about cleansing it? And also just wow. any wind up toys like the the metal and just the difficulty right. of kind of like twisting it. It's just so creepy. It's one thing if like 
like I had a bop it go off in a, in a house <laughs> that I was staying in. But that's at least like a plastic button that's easy to kind of like push down. But true, a, a wind up snow globe is not. Oh my god! Yeah, this is so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love it. I love it. I yeah. want. I'll, I'll I have to know more. take a picture of it. Yeah, well, Laura in the chat says. Laura says, sell it on eBay as a haunted item. I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that. And I don't think Jake would either. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see how it does in your new house, your new space, new energy. Yeah. Maybe I'll uh, take it out of the box and see what happens. <gasps> yeah. Do you have Sweet. any pets? Yeah, I have a, a dog, a little dog. That's it. But did your dog haven't... react at all to, to the item? I don't know. I haven't, I literally, we just got him a few months ago, so I haven't taken it out of the box to see, but I think I might have to now. Yeah. I'm on board with this. And I'll definitely report back if anything interesting happens. Please (laughs) Please do. Please do. Wow. This is so fascinating. A haunted snow globe. (laughs) I think half of my enjoyment. Oh, go ahead, Sabrina. There's like a famous show that, um, the very final episode, and I'm blanking on the name of the show because I never watched it. It's like an older show, but the final episode they pull out and it reveals like the whole show took place inside. Oh a my snow god! Globe. Yeah, what was that show? I can't oh, remember. I don't remember what that was. Yeah, but now it makes me think that like there's a world of life happening inside the snow globe, and there's like a reason why the music is playing when it plays. Ooh, Ooh that's weird. Ooh, oh, I got like chills from that. I know. <laughs> that one's a thinker. I'm like, That's what do point. I even say next? I'm just now trapped <laughs> in this cycle of thinking about what this could possibly be happening. What could We're be all happening when this in our out. own yeah. snow globe? I know. Trapped in a snow globe. <laughs> Horton hears a who. Wow. Well, thank I mean, you so much for sharing with us. We, yeah, we hope no that um, you sleep restfully tonight and that it does not play. But uh, if it does, let us know. If it does, you Definitely. better fly to that keyboard and write us an email. Oh, yeah. No sleep will be had if that thing plays again. <laughs> Start your own green room room, and we'll, we'll join you. <laughs> right. There we go. <laughs> thank you, Dana. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Wow. Haunted snow globe. I don't think I've ever heard of a haunted snow globe. It reminds me of um, music boxes playing, too, because it's a yes. very similar mechanics. True. Wow. Just just wrote all Furbies are haunted. And I have never agreed more with a statement. Yes. Furbies yeah. are so damn creepy. Like I think there's like a it's like Monsters Inc. factory at at Furbies, at the Furby factory. And when like every Furby's like made, a monster comes out of a door and picks that Furby and possesses yes. it. Yes. You know who I want to hear from? I want to hear from the people who built Furbies. Like the actual people who were on a toy assembly line constructing Furby after Furby after Furby. And I want to hear what they think of Furbies. If there are any weird, creepy things that happened or if just generally they're like, these things are so damn creepy. Like who was in charge of putting the like eyelids on them? Ugh, <laughs> I want to know that. Can you imagine working in a factory like that and all the lights go off and then at the same time, all the Furbies say like (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'd make it out alive (laughs) you know in scary movies where like everyone's like oh this this horror movie trope character never makes it very far this person or the classic like run up the stairs instead of out the door I don't even think I get a chance at any of those I think I would just drop dead I'd just be so filled with terror 
the dock. It, it no. would be like the the Orang Madan, that ship that we had covered that one time that was all of those sailors on the ship were just found like frozen with fear and just like dead yeah. with their mouths open and their eyes wide. That would be me. You you say that, but you have some ma- major fighting skills within you. A blackout and punch, 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 punch. Yeah. Uppercut. And then we all come to and it's like, whoa, Kryn took out all the bad guys. The problem is, is I've never taken an actual fighting class, nor have I ever been in a fight. I've only taken boxing classes, like for aerobics. So I feel like it would just be a routine. I'd be like, left, now right, now left, now squat, now left, (laughs) right. It wouldn't be be a little unpredictable. That would be good. That's true. That's true. Unpredictability. Yeah. You'll just be running away. Carista, yes, you can totally put the link to the after party in the Facebook group. Yeah, please do. We're in it. The group me. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we are in it. I re-downloaded GroupMe just so I could be a part of it. Um, word. <laughs> word. Okay, we're going to invite Katrina up to tell your story. And then Emily, you're next. Get you prepared. Ooh, look at that spooky house in Katrina's photo. Wow. Oh, the vibes are immaculate. Oh, my God. You actually <laughs> invited me. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I was like typing something. I hear Katrina. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's awesome. I have a little bit of a heartwarming story, I guess. Oh, um, good. Yeah. So I'm originally from Russia and um, my grandfather passed away and due to COVID, we couldn't really go see him, which kind of oh, sucked. I'm sorry. So, that's okay. It was uh, a year ago and it was kind of and it was more my mom that was really heartbroken, but she ended up actually going back um, and visited his grave. And I asked her to bring me an item back that kind of belonged to him. Yeah. So I asked her um, to bring me an item back that belonged from him. And she ended up bringing me a ring. Um, and the ring has a bunch of diamonds on it. Uh, there was like probably 10 diamonds and they're like little. So you could see them if one is missing. So she ended up bringing it back from Russia and visiting me on PEI. I'm from Prince Edward Island now in Canada. And uh, she ended up coming back. Where all the oysters are from? Yes, yes. We're like the seafood. We're East Coast. So, I mean, you guys know. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and I usually come visit Salem during Halloween. I go to like the Hawthorne Hotel. But anyway, not to get off topic. (laughs) Um, So she ended up bringing it back. And me and her were sitting. um, It was his birthday, actually. And we were sitting with the ring. And I looked down in the morning and I was kind of like, I want a sign. I was kind of talking to him and I'm really spiritual. So I'm like, I want a sign if you're here. So if you want to like give us a sign during the day, since it's your birthday, go ahead. So I looked down on my ring and one diamond was missing. I show my mom and I was like, oh my God, mom, my diamond is missing from the ring that you brought me back from Russia. And she's like, oh crap, we have to go get that fixed. So throughout the day, I was kind of looking down and it was still missing. And by the end of the night, like by the end of the day, in the evening, me and her were sitting and I looked down and the diamond is back in. And I was like, oh. no freaking way. I showed her, I'm like, mom, the diamond is back in. And she was like, oh, what? And she didn't believe me. So we saw it. We looked at it. We're like, maybe we're like blind. I don't know, whatever. So we kind of <laughs> shrugged it off. She's like, it's impossible because she's really not a really big believer. So we were talking after this, like a few days passed and it happened again. I swear to God, I'm sitting oh there and I looked down in the morning and because we were, we mentioned him again and she's like, yeah, it was probably nothing. Like we never took a picture to prove it. We have a picture. I will post it in the Facebook group. Um, so I ended up taking a picture of the ring. It was missing in the morning and it was back by the evening again. And I took like a video of all oh the diamonds back in. Yeah. 
It was insane. I know. So I gave her the ring because it's her dad. So I was like, you know what? You keep the ring. I know I brought, like I asked you to bring it for me, but it's your dad. So here you go. You keep it. Take it. But yeah, I will post it in uh, the Facebook group. It was like chilling. I I can't believe I didn't post it yet. (laughs) Has this happened since you gave it to your mom? Like have, have I don't know. I haven't disappeared. I haven't asked her. I don't think so because she's not really a believer with me. Like things like that happen all the time. And my husband Mm. gets like, he used to, as a kid, see this white lady in his corner. She was sitting there watching him all the time as a kid. And she floated down the hallway chasing him every time when he would go to bed. She would float down the hallway and he would like sleep in his parents' bedroom until he was like 10. And he was terrible. Yeah. So when we met and I slept in his room for the first time, he goes, by the way, there's a lady in here, but don't be freaked out. And I was like, what? (laughs) I'm sorry. What? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He sees it all the time. Like he comes to bed sometimes and he's like, oh, they were talking on my shoulder again. I'm like, damn it. Don't tell me these things. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Oh, my That's terrifying. Also, uh, as a little kid, like going to the bathroom in the middle, I would have been peeing in bottles. I would have just been like, you know what? I'm not leaving this room. No, thanks. I know. I know. No, but it's cool now. We actually went to somebody uh, spiritual and they closed his chakra. Apparently it was open. So she ended up closing it last week. So maybe he won't see them anymore. But she said it was like wide open. Like he had a chakra that's like allows things like see it's like a bright light and they see it Mm. and they're just attracted to it. So she ended up closing it. And yeah, she did like this thing. And yeah, I'm hoping that will help. I hope that helps. I know, but uh, nothing happened yet. It's been a week. So it's been kind of quiet. (laughs) Wait, this is reminding me so much of Sabrina. What's that book called? It's about the the girl and her mom and all of her family are from this one town and they shine a bright light from their bodies and all of the ghosts come to to help be crossed oh, over. It's like a the paranormal supper story. club. Yes. Yes. Or I think something like that. That's not what it actually was called. It's, yeah, something something supper supper club ghosts. Kindred yeah, spirit supper club. Oh, there I gotta we go. I got to read that. <laughs> yeah, you should. Because when I when I read it, I was like, oh, interesting. I've never heard of this. I wonder like where they were inspired. But but you're talking about it right now. This sort of like bright light that spirits are attracted to by this yeah. open chakra. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what she told us. And she's like um, one of those, um, I don't know if it's a shaman or what do you call them? But they do like a lot of cleansings and energy healing and all that. And they can see energy and light and like spirits and stuff. So yeah, she said that his light, it was like really bright above his head. So she had to close it. I wonder why. I wonder what happened. I don't know. It's happened to him since he was like a kid. But I mean, I don't know, maybe it was the near death experience. You know how you guys were talking about near death experiences kind of open you up for the rest of your life. So his cord was wrapped around his neck when he was born and he was dead like as a baby, but they brought him back so maybe it was like attached to him all his life do you know what I mean like the death kind of followed yeah. him I don't know if that's that but that's creepy <laughs> I don't even want to think about it I mean also yeah I mean that's very possible and also just some people are way more open than others and yeah, yeah. that's true that's true well thank you guys so much oh my god I can't believe you added thank me. you oh, what a great thing in the group <laughs> yes please yeah. thank you so much caught caught on camera essentially this ghostly Unreal. activity Diamond in, diamond out. That's if amazing. only you could Wait. control it and be like, okay, well, I'm I'm traveling, so I want to wear my ring, but I don't want like my big diamond to be <laughs> in my ring while I travel. I'll take it out. Now put it back in. Now take it out. 
That'd be it great. Almost, okay, okay. Here's my theory on that. It makes me wonder if his spirit wanted the ring to go to Katrina's mom. And if it stopped happening, uh, uh, like, we don't know necessarily. Katrina will have to follow up with her mom and see if it's happening. But, like, maybe now that it's in her mom's possession, it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. It's an it's an odd way of saying, please give the ring to your mom. Well, Corinne, have you ever been a ghost and tried to send a clear message? You don't know how hard it is. No, I know, but I mean, I feel like I'd be stressed the hell out if I was missing a diamond and then the diamond reappeared and then I, I lost it again. I would fully be like, what the hell is happening to me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Okay, I'm going to bring up Emily. And then after that, I'm going to bring up, oh, the queue is showing up weird for me. All right, well, let's see if I can bring up Emily and then we'll see if we have time for another one. Hi, Emily. Hi. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited. I listen to you guys like all the time. And every time I raise my hand and I heard my name and I was like, no way. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you for listening. And thank you. Thank you for coming here. Through A lot of long days at work. So I appreciate you guys so much. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you too, because if you didn't listen, we wouldn't be able to do this. (laughs) We wouldn't be here. Yep. (laughs) We crave your haunted stories. So I have two. Um, If I have time for the second one, great. If not, I had emailed it to you guys a while ago, so you can go and read your email too. Amazing. um, My first one is about Zach Baggins' Haunted Museum. (gasps) And sorry if my voice sounds shaky. I'm like super excited and nervous. (laughs) You sound great. Okay. So um, I've been to the museum twice now. And last year, May, my boyfriend and I went. And um, the first time I went, nothing weird happened. I mean, it was it's spooky. It's weird. But um, nothing like out of the ordinary happened. And then this time, this past May, when we went with some friends, um, we were in the room with the Dybbuk box. And <gasps> if you guys don't know what the Dybbuk box is, um, it's a Jewish, like, I believe it was like a family heirloom of some sort during World War II and has a lot of negativity tied to it and anyway so we walk into the room and I start feeling super super weird and I start to black out and this oh my god last time um, last time you could walk right up to the Dybbuk box in like the glass case but this time there was a I believe it was like a Hebrew prayer circle around it and a salt circle around it and because it had been acting up a lot And, um, so we walk into the room, I start blacking out, I'm like feeling faint and I fall into somebody behind me. And then my other friend comes around and grabs me and she's literally dragging me out of the room as I'm falling to the ground. And we get out of the room and I'm like on my hands and knees, like about to have a panic attack and we get outside and then I'm perfectly fine. It was Probably the worst experience I had ever had, but just the whole part of blacking out was so scary. (laughs) Yeah. Did you feel like, were you just faint? I'm just, I'm just like, what's going on? Was something trying to take, take you over and like possess you? I have no history of fainting. Um, like no, like medical issues or anything like that. Um, but like two kind of weird things happened. One, I was wearing my recently deceased grandmother's sweater 
And two, when I got outside, I turned my phone on and my mom had been trying to call me when all of this happened. And I called her back and she was like, Hey, like, are you okay? Like, I just haven't heard from you. And I just had the urge to call you. And I was like, Mommy, not me. What just happened? Whoa. Yeah. It was weird. Clearly, you and your mom are very in sync. Yes, we are. We are. Her and I are very, very in sync. (laughs) But that's terrifying. Like, I feel like I kind of have a faint memory because we did research on the the book box a long time ago. Yeah, you did, Sabrina. I have like a faint memory of that happening to people who like touched it. Yeah, I was going to say this. Or weird things happened. One of the tour guides was talking to me outside and she was like, you know, something similar happened to me. I was doing a tour. I walked into the room. I blacked out. I came to and I was staring like right in front of the Dybbuk box. So I'm wondering <gasps> like that was going to happen to me had my friend not pulled me out of the room. And I was oh. like, well, I'm really happy that didn't happen. <laughs> that's horrifying. Yeah, that, yeah that's terrifying. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go back again anytime soon. It really, really freaked me out. I don't blame you. And also, I mean, there are so many things in that museum, too, yeah. that it's the Dybbuk box is just like one of many artifacts that could be essentially coming for you. So, so. Yeah, <laughs> I suggest like going once if you haven't gone. But if you're sensitive, like definitely prepare yourself because like you see some videos of people like looks like they're almost literally getting attacked by things. And it's like, oh, you got to protect yourself when you go in. Jeez. Did you have to sign a waiver? Um, I, you did, yes. And it actually says, like, it's not their fault if a ghost follows you home and, like, haunts you. <laughs> I mean, fair. I, I, I kind of don't blame them. But, yeah, no, you do have to sign a pretty big waiver. Um, but I do suggest going. It was fun um, until that happened. And I don't think I'll go back <laughs> for a while. But it's a cool experience. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. I would, I, I would want to go. I, I was just going to say some sick part of me is like, now I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do I have time for a second story? Yeah, sure. Yes. This will be super quick. Um, it's kind of like a funny story, but it happened to my mom. So um, when my mom was growing up, she messed around with a Ouija board and her and her friend were in the friend's basement, but it wasn't like a full basement. It like led out to the backyard um, and so they were messing out the Ouija board. They were teenagers. They were, you know, summoning Satan or they were trying to, they didn't know what they were doing. Um, and my mom said she turned to look over at the couch and there was an indent in the couch, like somebody was sitting in it, but there was nobody there except for a glowing orb. And she freaked out and tried to run outside, but she ran into a screen door and fell flat on her face and broke the screen door. <laughs> but she ended up being fine. And nothing weird happened to her after that. <laughs> oh. That's so stressful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Wait, was, was anyone witness? Because then it just becomes incredibly embarrassing as well. She was with a friend. Oh, man. That's a story your friend probably tells time and time again. I don't think she's close with a friend anymore, but my mom was telling me this, and I could tell she was freaked out, and I was trying my hardest to, like, not laugh at her. <laughs> but, oh, and oh my I saw the chat. People are saying they heard something in the background. My boyfriend was messing around in the kitchen, so it might have been that. Unless okay. it was, but he did make a wrestling noise. Okay. People, people think... Um... <laughs> Wait, Scott made me laugh. Scott said, I decide really loud, but I'm not sharing my audio. 
<laughs> no, I like this though. I think this is like the point of us sharing sharing stories and kind of like the point of the podcast is we all are obviously believers. We all have experiences or know someone who has an experience, but I think there's also like the healthy skeptic in us where we still want to debunk things if we can. So knowing where there's like not a potential mistaken EVP versus what's actually an EVP is super helpful. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. I love your podcast and I love the whole community. Um, And I can't wait to hear everybody else's stories. Thank you, Emily. We're so glad you're here. I know. What a great way to end this too. A nice little uplifting, hilarious laugh story (laughs) after potentially being possessed in Zach Bagan's haunted museum in Vegas. Terrifying. Terrifying. But we're adding it to our list because why not? (laughs) To our haunted road trip that we always talk about, but have not done. Wow. You guys, another amazing episode. We are so grateful. Oh, Nick, Nick, I'm going to kick you out. Nick, Nick why does no one TP Nick? If you just say TP, we'll kick it out. (laughs) He just said he's starting a camp water stories that airs every Tuesday at 4.59 PM. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Nick, thanks for so rudely (laughs) interrupting. (laughs) Leia too. Leia, everyone here wants to say something. Um, but we are next week we want to do a theme. So if you have any suggestions, go ahead right now, throw them in the chat and we will pick something. Haunted hotels we have, hospitals. Oh my gosh, there's so many. I don't know. What do we pick? Oh, my mom was laughing at Nick and just wrote Nick, but I was like, Nick is the topic. (laughs) (laughs) Nick would love that. Haunted items. I feel like that's a oh, that's a good one. Like that's a good one. A natural pro- yeah progression from where we are right now with the Dybbuk yeah. Docks and the snow globes. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Should we do that? Haunted items. So that can be dolls, toys, just objects that are inanimate. We already heard a few yeah. here, but, but now if you have them, please bring them to the next episode. And I see all of the comments about haunted pets as well. So we'll, we'll put that on the back burner for a future one as well. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, so fun. And then also, if you guys prefer, when we're adding people to come up on stage, we can tell the next two people who are next so that you can prepare, if that helps you. I think we should do that because there are a few comments in the chat about having some anxiety, but still raising raising your hand. So we'll give everyone that heads up now so that people can mentally, physically, emotionally prepare. Prepare. (laughs) Yes. And if you figure out how to mentally, emotionally, physically prepare, please let us know because we still are trying to figure it out. Because we still get on 10 minutes early with just each other to <sighs> take a deep breath. Deep breathe. Deep breathe. Deep breathe. Okay. Well, haunted items it is next week. We are so excited to hear your stories. Thank you to all of you who come here every week. It's so fun. It's so great. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family. And join us again next week at 5 p.m. East, uh, whoa, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yes, we appreciate so your attendance. We appreciate your spirit's attendance uh, that seem to haunt you as you listen and haunt us. Yes. So yes, let's is. keep it going. And we, we will. will see you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leah's like, okay, I know Mom, I get food now. This time is the trigger. <laughs> See you on the other <laughs> side. What a side. mess. I don't know. <laughs> uh.
Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we are chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night. Hence the reason we need the campfire. So download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. Uh